Hey, this is Matthew Lilly. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers podcast. All right, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, David Bradshaw is back with us. He is the founder of Awaken the Dawn, and this is part two with him. If you're new to the podcast, the Presence Pioneers podcast exists to equip presence-centered Christian communities to worship and pray night and day. So this is for worshipers, intercessors, lovers of Jesus, and leaders that are connected to houses of prayer, burned communities, praying churches and groups. This is for you to help you. And if it's helping you, then share it with your community because it will be encouraging to them. And uh, our desire is to ultimately just strengthen the prayer movement. So any way that you can like or comment or review or share these episodes will help just get the word out and, uh, and see Jesus uh, glorified, which is what we all desire. So be sure to subscribe if you're not subscribed and stay connected with us on our website at presencepioneers.org where we have all of our previous episodes as well. All right, David, welcome back. Thanks for having me. For sure. So... On the last episode, you got to share some of the origins of Awaken the Dawn and the gathering that led up to this gathering in 2017 on the National Mall with over 50 tents, uh, thousands of worship leaders, and uh, thousands of worshipers that were there together. We shared about um, you know just the years that led up to that in hiddenness, basically in Fredericksburg, Virginia, a small community mm-hmm. of prayer being consistent day in and day out with the Lord. If you guys did not check out that last episode, be sure to catch part one with David. It was, it was great. So let, let's, let's pick up where we left off before. 2017, there was this amazing gathering on the National Mall that launched Awaken the Dawn, which has now become its own movement, its own ministry that's, that's taking off. So where is Awaken the Dawn now? Kind of what's happened over the last few years? Yeah, well... You know, I think in, in our hearts, really operating from this sense of there's not a human remedy right now for where America is. And the, the reality of the presence of God is the greatest change agent, you know, and this need to even disciple America. And I know that's what Presence Pioneers and Burn 24-7 and all these movements is really our heart is to disciple America in hosting the presence of God. And in, you know, really in, in this culture of worship and prayer. And so, uh, yeah, so we, we left the National Mall in 17 and then the Lord just really spoke to us again. It's a long story, but to go to 50 state capitals and university campuses. So the next year there were tents at all 50 state capitals and um, uh, about 100 universities. And then last year it was anyone anywhere. So it was just this idea of this, the, the arc of God's presence going out in public into the center of our cities. And I think that's, that's one of the dreams that God's been stirring in our hearts. And I know of many communities around the nation is this synergy between um, worship and music and, um, and evangelism, really gospel proclamation and how these things converge together. Um, I was in, um, in California with a dear friend of mine, Brian Brent, who leads the circuit riders and, Matt's house and his wife had just been healed at the send in 2018 from about 36 years of chronic Lyme's disease. So almost bedridden the majority of the time. And 
anyway, so we're just kind of enjoying this moment of this healing. And she shares, they had two life words. One was uh, stadiums and the other was tents. And um, as we're talking, the dream that was in their heart was for these, like really what, what you saw with Billy Graham, this, this movement of healing, of love, of the gospel through tents that's engaging cities and campuses in public. And what we've been doing, obviously, was day and night worship and prayer around the clock. And what we realized in that moment is that they're the same thing, that these are the same tents and that God wanted to converge all that together. And I told Brian that moment, I'm like, man, I believe the tents are like a silver bullet that God has given us. And I wrote that down in my notes and I was preaching at a session a couple uh, hours, maybe ish later. and had my notes out, you know, it says tents are a silver bullet. And this lady walks up to me. I never met her before at the time. And she pulls a, a silver bullet out of her pocket, like an actual silver bullet. Wow. And she, and she goes, I don't know why, but the Lord told me to give you a silver bullet. And I'm like freaking out because I just said that and written that down. And that kind of started a journey, a dream of what if as the stadiums go into cities like the Send, what if there was the, this tent city that filled a sit, that, that same region for days uh, around the clock? with worship and music and, and prayer and that it converts. So by the time you get into a stadium, you're riding a wave of God's presence in a city. And, and this just, this dream of, of all this converging together began to stir in our hearts. And so that kind of led us to this moment in Kansas city um, in October, 2020, where um, we're going to Lord willing, go to the Truman, Harry Truman's farm, which is currently owned by the international house of prayer. And set up a tent city there and call musicians uh, from around the nation and sing and pray day and night, you know, in tents on that farm. And then march to the stadium um, with the send that's going to Arrowhead Stadium. It's just a it's a wild story. And so that's coming up in 2020. And what we really sensed was that um, our, our whole movement was taking a bit of a shift in that we weren't just going to do the one moment where everybody prays, but God just dropped this dream in our hearts of a hundred days starting in June 20th, going all the way through the end of September where there are tents for 100 days straight across the nation. I'm just wow. imagining what it'll be like to wake up every day and go, where are the tents today? You know, and, and it's, it's like this procession really across America that, Anyone can host a tent. You can sign up. We're, we're about to roll the official sign-up form out in just, uh, I guess, about two weeks. And you can sign up to host a tent in your city and campus, and we'll just track it. We'll use social media. But I think an amazing story is going to begin to emerge of worship and music and prayer at the center of our cities. And I think it's going to be a transformative deal. And so that's 2020 for us. It's, it's, um, it's going to be a pretty amazing um, – again, it's kind of like – we're finding ourselves in a, in a place of doing something that's never been done. Uh, you know, yeah. people kind of laugh because I would always say that, like, this is unprecedented. It's kind of like, well, shoot, it actually kind of is. Uh, this hasn't happened before. So uh, yeah. I, I just think the Lord's hands on it. And so we just want to see America transformed around the presence and the beauty of who Jesus is as a yeah. person. Um, and so that's, that's the hope and the dream in all that's this. Amazing. So 20, 18 2019 the tents were all set up at the same time yeah for the same period of time but in all different places and now 2020 you're saying the tents are going to be 
spread out not only geographically but over the course of a calendar where there's going to be different tents set up at all different times so that at any given moment there's one or more tents set up somewhere in America doing exactly yeah non-stop worship and prayer 100 days straight 24 7 worship in public I just believe it's going to be an open heaven over our nation and also that the family and the communities are going to help are going to discover one another even at the next level because you know if there was a tent set up an hour's drive for me, it wouldn't be that hard, you know, to be able to connect with one another and to begin to even via social media and other ways, begin to track and, and connect and see what the Lord is doing and just bring that interconnectedness to these present centered communities across um, the nation and, and on campuses. And um, I, I really believe it's going to, I really believe it's going to be a transformative moment for our nation. And um, so we're excited where it's, a lot of work so pray for us but again everybody can host their own tents so a lot of people ask the question they're like where are you taking the tents we have a big tent we're buying and we'll go to some cities but if you want to host a tent in your city what we'll do is just resource you and help you do it so you can sign up and we'll send you resources you know we're gonna we're raising up right now um leaders and states and regions to help resource the communities and and even help send resources to the people that are hosting tents so so this, our heart's desire is just to be a resource and really throw gasoline on the fire of what God's already doing in cities and campuses. And yeah, so we're excited just to be able to serve the broader um, move of God that's really already transpiring across the nation. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, I think most people that are tracking the podcast might track with me, but I'm actually helping with some of that yeah. now with Awaken the Dawn, where I'm yeah, stepping into super excited about uh, that. a role on the team, uh, helping with the the network of leaders behind the scenes that's really yes. sort of been undergirding all these initiatives and, and tents, those that are hosting the tents and the leaders that are connecting together behind the scenes and all yeah. that kind of thing. And so, and that's so critical too, because as, as important as the events are, the bigger narrative here is that we want to build that interconnectedness and serve praying communities, worshiping, you know, present center communities across the nation. And this leadership network is, I think it's going to start to, it's just, it's decentralized. It's not like, you know, anybody has to leave an organization to be a part of this. Right. But man, but, but just to build that interconnectedness and resource discipleship resources and, and uh, create that, those relational um, connections that serve the broader, that's, that's how God's purposes come, right? You know, it's like, in the midst of Holy Spirit empowered friendship. So yeah. I'm ex- so excited about this next phase. It's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And yeah. we'll put all the, in the, in the show, show notes, we're, we'll include all the links so people can go and connect with ATD and, and, and set up tents and all that. I, I'm remembering around the time 2017 or maybe before that, as this stuff was stirring up, I remember there was a word about from tents to stadiums. And mm-hmm. then I remember I felt, and I don't think I heard this from someone else. I think it, I think I got this from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I don't want to claim it if I heard it and then remembered it later. But from tents to stadiums and stadiums to the nations, and mm-hmm. it's so cool how now that the Lord is, He's set up. You know, these tents are happening, and now we're, there's going to be stadium gatherings all over America in 2020. Mm-hmm. The send is happening, and the send's all about sending people to the nations. Yeah, and uh, and so God's really doing it. I think it was maybe. When I first heard it, it was sort of like, oh, it'll be this progression, but it's happening really, really in, fast, in, dr- really fast and really dramatically and really 
it's more connected than I thought, especially this yeah. year when you, when we've got you, you're talking about hundred days of tents being set up, and then uh, the culmination of it is going to be a send gathering in Kansas City yeah. uh, at at the end of the hundred days in October, and literally to send people you know in, out into the nations, including America, into yeah. into mission, and so. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content, such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024, with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media. .presencepioneers.org to sign up today. It's amazing. God's doing it. It's amazing. Yeah. 2020 is going to be a remarkable year. I mean, we know of about 20 stadium type of gatherings going on in 2020, yeah. which is just a shocking number. I mean, I, I actually was just talking to Mike Bickle from IHOP just the other day, and he was saying, in all his years, he's never seen anything like this. Yeah. You know, and people that have been around the block a few times are saying, my goodness, like this is a, this is something is really going on. It's not just a hype, you know, there's a sense yeah. of real God stories and, and God's hand being on a lot of these key moments, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I just think, I think it is the Lord and, you know, again, yes. I, the event culture comes with issues. We don't want to be about the next event, you know, it's, they're catalytic they're helpful but it's the lifestyle it's the discipleship and and um that's what i'm that's why i'm excited about presence pioneers and and all these things just to be able to link arms and and um really walk this out in a tangible way in a long-term way so yeah we'll talk about that talk about unity talk about john 17 because i know that's a burning desire in your heart uh that's part of what's happening through Awaken the Dawn is, as you would say, people are finding one another uh, through these tent initiatives and gatherings that are happening. Uh, talk a little bit about unity, because I think that's one of the uh, things that God's used Awaken the Dawn for in a powerful way. Talk about God's heart for that. Yeah, you know, I just really think that the Lord, um, the Lord wants to do something, I believe, you know, in answer to Jesus' prayer in John seventeen twenty one, He said, you know, that we would be one the way that the father and the son are one, which is the most audacious thing as, as many people know. Um, and yet, you know, the big question everybody asks is how do you get there? Right. I mean, like there's been so many efforts, you get groups together, you all try to work through your differences and you have a great moment and then you walk away and, 
it doesn't seem like major change comes. Um, so I don't have like the, the total answer, but I do think this one thing, I think that gathering around the presence of God is critical. If we're going to have actual unity, it's almost as if the unity and the, um, the, the interconnectedness that we desire comes as an overflow of this, this value for hosting the presence of God. Now, obviously it takes work on our relationships and you can't go to a prayer meeting and say, I don't have to talk to that guy down there. I mean, obviously that's not, that's not going to work. We got to be talking. We got to be dialoguing, got to be actually spending time. So that's kind of the other point here is that it takes real effort relationally. But I think that the unity movements, when they're centered on ourselves, and when we're just staring at one another, I think we only get so far. I think it's actually when we're, we're unified in our, our shared desire for Jesus and for his mission that I think the unity comes to the next level, which I think is, is partly why God you know, is, has orchestrated a family um, out of some of what's transpired over the past three years with ATD. It, 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 when we went to the mall, it was 1700 worship teams, about 50,000 people. And we, and it was worship. It was day and night, 24 seven. But the, the biggest takeaway for a lot of people was that they discovered one another, that there was such a sense of family and community relationships that have lasted for years. You know, California, for example, they brought like, I think it was 30 groups came from California and they ran the California tent. They went back and they started something with, I think it was about 200 to 250 different worshiping groups, uh, worship teams that started meeting on a regular basis, building an authentic love for one another, partnership, collaboration, friendship. And um, so what it started with was this joint uh, environment of encounter with Jesus that was a little more than a conference in the sense that everybody was participating. We were doing it together. Everybody was in the saddle. Something about that, uh, that, that is a game changer. I think, again, I don't presume to have all the answers on seeing John 17, 21 fully manifest, <laughs> but I think, I think there's an element of this that it requires us not simply staring at one another. You know, it's like yes. what came first, the, the outpouring on the day of Pentecost or the unity at the end of Acts chapter two, you know, well, yeah, it was both, but clearly it was when the Holy Spirit was poured out on that Jerusalem church that you get the end of Acts 2 and, and into Acts chapter 4, where by the time you get to Acts 4, they're sharing everything. They're just, everything's in common. But that, was, yeah. that wasn't just because they were re, you know, really smart or had worked really hard on uh, conflict resolution, right. um, which I'm sure they did. But, but really, the, the marked difference was they were living in an open heaven. They were living yeah. in this reality of the presence of God dwelling in their city and that love of the Trinity was so imparted into their community. That's the source, right? And so that's why I'm saying if we want unity in our cities, why not come out of our environments, step towards one another, build the dialogue, but also put put the presence and worth of Jesus and the Great Commission right in the middle of the narrative. Let that be the centerpiece of the unity movement. And then I think personally I think that'll take everything to the next level. So Yes. No, I totally, I totally agree. Unity around worship, prayer, the gospel, those, those things so that Jesus is the center and we're not the yeah. center. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thanks, David. Anything else you want to share related to Awaken the Dawn or anything? 
no, man, I, I think I'm just so excited to partner with you and, and um, just to see, I think the next couple of years are going to be remarkable in our yes. nation. So we're, we're it deeply is. encouraged. And, and I think, you know, the, the big takeaway for me, biggest desire, I think in all this is that God would really lay his hands on communities, just like what you experienced, Matthew, what I experienced. I, I just believe there's a whole new generation, you know, Gen Z um, is, is somewhat, in, well, actually very much in crisis right now. And I just recently read an article from, um, that hasn't been published yet, but it's about to come out from George Otis Jr. Um, called Revival in the Next Generation. It's this white paper he spent years working on. Basically, it's a, it's a study of, the, of Gen Z and then a response to the current condition of this next generation in America. And, and there's a lot of conclusions in there, a lot of data that is absolutely uh, mind uh, uh, alarming. I'll say it that way, pretty alarming. You know, I mean, for example, one of the data points in there was that um, 40, only 48% of Gen Z in America identify themselves as heterosexual, you know, which means 52% wow. do not. Um, now that's not, a, that's not a bash against the, the LGBTQ community. We actually, I believe some of the greatest revivalists are going to come out of that community. I think it's, Amen. Um, the Lord loves them and, and it's, it, but nonetheless, it just gives you a finger, a sense of the pulse of what's happening. And at the end of the day, you know, um, what's needed right now is more than moralism. Moralism yeah. is not enough. Politics are not enough. I believe in engaging politics, but at the end of the day, we have to have the manifestation of God's presence in our cities and campuses. There is no plan B for that. There, there is no plan B. And so that's what I feel is the, is the key in all this. It's not just do the next gathering. It's, I pray that people will, just like what happened in our little journey, what happened in your journey, just get this sense of this is God's way and anybody can do it. If you'll step into that storyline, get a community that begins to engage with the Lord in musical, prayer, worship, creativity together However often or frequent you can do it reasonably, whatever that looks like, if you will do it, you will get in the storyline and you'll be yes. part of the greatest transformational movement that I believe this nation has ever seen is coming. And I believe it's going to produce a missions movement in the nations and it's for real. It's not just hype. And so that's the desire of my heart. It's like all yes. these events, stadiums, all amazing, but I'm praying, God, would you produce thousands of communities on campuses and cities that would go, we're going to live this way. We're going to gather our friends. We're going to do it for a decade. We're not doing it for 10 weeks. We're doing it for 10 years. And one way or another, I'm in. I'm going to live this lifestyle. And I think if a million people in America go, we're signing up for that, this nation will see the most historic outpouring we've yes. ever seen. And that is really in God's heart. And it's going to touch the unreached people groups of the earth. And it's going to really, truly culminate in Jesus standing on the earth, his actual return. That's where we're going. That's the desire of my heart, man. And I just, I'm praying that God will just release that, that Psalm 69 zeal for your house. You know, let it consume a whole generation that's narcissistic. Let them get a vision that they can, they can see Jesus walk their campus, you know, as they yeah. begin to relate to him this way for real. And, and then, and then anything becomes possible, you know, when Jesus is there in it with his presence and glory. So yeah, there it is. That's Come on. <laughs> That's, that's amazing. That's, that's a great, let's, let's end on that note. <laughs> that's amazing. Thanks so much, David. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for Appreciate tuning you. in today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with your friends or on social media. That would be great. 
And of course, subscribe. You can stay connected with us at presencepioneers.org. Thanks.